0: Hi, everyone. This is Marilyn Bradford, and I would like to welcome you to my Left Turn podcast. What is your left turn? Writing a blog? Parenting in a different way? Letting go of the old because you are aware of something greater? Left turns are choices we can all make. It's about a willingness to step into the unknown in any area of your life, to trust yourself, to risk creating or trying something new. It's about letting your true uniqueness shine. The greatest people who have lived, artists, statesmen, writers, explorers, musicians, have all been people willing to turn left. What capacities do you have that you have not acknowledged? What would your life and the world be like if you were willing to turn left? everybody to this edition of the Left Turn podcast. I have with me today an extraordinary woman, Maya Dan, who is, what can I say? She's a multitasker of magnitude. She works with Access Consciousness and both coordinating translators and is a CF, so she does her own stuff, her own classes and various things. And she has kids. She really is a lot of what I believe many parents would like to be or could learn from. So
1: welcome. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: So if you wanna start with maybe some of the left turns or with
1: parenting or whatever works for you. All right. Um, Well, parenting was a huge left turn. (laughs) I can't I'll always remember calling a friend and she and telling her I'm pregnant and she said to me you, you said you'd never have kids. <laughs> I said so much for, you know, promising things that we yes. have to do this this lifetime. <laughs> um But yeah, I so I would say having kids was a huge left turn because you can plan and you can read and you can research and you can have theories about what's going to happen and then when it happens you have to throw all your theories out of the window pretty much <laughs> and on top of that we have learned to really not trust ourselves yes that's in the general topic. yeah and then you also have this other human being that you're in charge of, and you just want someone else to tell you what to do, because you're so not used to trusting yourself. And now it's like a bigger task, because you're responsible for more than your life kind of thing. So (laughs) So how did you learn to trust yourself? Um, Trial and error as, um, as, as it goes. And I mean, I, I towards this podcast, kind of looking at what parenting would look like for me today without the access consciousness tools. And I know we're not here just to talk about the tools, but it's like, I, it would have been pretty hard and detrimental. Like my, my first experience involved all the things that are considered pretty normal, like postpartum depression is pretty normal and colic it's pretty normal and you know it's supposedly these little things but and loneliness for a new mom is pretty normal but it's like it is huge and it also accumulates so if you don't find relief or change in all those things you it builds up and it builds up into the way you parent your kids or the hard it's kind of hard to bond with the kid when you have all that going on so there's i can imagine i don't have children so this is all pretty new to me yeah yeah and then and then with my second child i had the bars and i had access consciousness so it was suddenly a totally different experience and i was wow like i was just Amazed and grateful and you know we always have regrets of what we could do with one child and couldn't do with the other child, but it was. I could see how how hard it is to bond when you have postpartum depression, I could see how hard it is to trust yourself when I don't know you think you don't know and just all these things that. You deal with with. Parenting that if you have tools make life so much easier and you just get to be more of a support for yourself and for everybody basically yes
0: well i think if you would discuss the tools that you use primarily i think that would be a great gift to anyone out there who has kids who maybe or is pregnant for the first time or maybe doesn't know all of the access tools so i would be delighted if you would talk about which ones you use the most and, and what the, you know, like you were referencing what it would it be like if you hadn't had the tools. So please Maya.
1: Yeah. Um, well, just receiving bars, access bars sessions while you're pregnant can be such a huge difference. Like I, I really, I didn't have postpartum depression in my second pregnancy. And it's not that usually like if you had the first time you don't have the second time, or it can show up. Yeah. It can totally show up again, and um, and I didn't have any other thing to explain why it didn't show up, except that I started receiving access bars, and I took the bars class and foundation. But um, it is amazing because it changes the frequencies in the brain, and so and not only yours, the fetus is also receiving it. So it you're starting life with a totally different experience basically so that would be um, my first thing just yes. google access bars near you yeah. <laughs> and see and also it's just you are giving so much you know there's this very known saying of like you have to put the oxygen mask on you before you're putting it on your child so i had no idea how to take time for myself before i had the bars like i had no idea even going to the first bars class the only way consciousness tricked me into going is this facilitator split the bars class into two four hours sessions day after day because i couldn't leave my three-year-old for eight hours which is not true or real it was definitely a belief that i was living with
0: well i imagine that you we're picking up the thoughts, feelings, emotions, fears, doubts, and everything else. So every other mother or every other pregnant woman who was in this reality, not knowing
1: what to do. Totally. (laughs) Which is a huge topic in itself. But yes, um, that is another huge thing that happens that you don't know is happening until you start diving into these Possible consciousness tools of, wait, is this even mine? Yes. Yeah.
0: A lot of people don't get that, that 98%, 99% of their thoughts, feelings, and emotions aren't theirs. But of course, we buy it as ours, and we apply it to something that's going on in our
1: life. So it must be ours. So it's pretty Which is amazing now that we talk about it, like, because I look at it, my son has been receiving the bars in a way since he was in the belly and and he you know at seven-year-olds he's like sending thoughts and feelings and emotions back to sender (laughs) like what a a start (laughs) what a way
0: what wish we all had had that growing up exactly that's amazing that's amazing um are there other tools that you use regularly with yourself
1: or your kids or um so well a lot and one of the things that I can say, if you have kids already, you're not in the pregnancy stage, like asking them, what do you know, yeah. I, we talked a little bit about the trust at the beginning, which is, yes. it is popped, yes. um, a big part of us not trusting ourselves is that nobody asked us when we were little. What do we know? <laughs> so um, I I'm always amazed that when I ask them, what do you know? Like even if it's a question that you know there's like one answer supposedly like there's a logical explanation <laughs> for something, when I ask them, what do you know? They'll provide something that's totally left field, but like answer something for them that they're satisfied with and I'm like that's all that's required right now you know what I mean like it yes so you're
0: teaching them to trust themselves and not have to look at mom or dad as the expert or the teacher or anything like
1: that yeah well and I'm learning I'm like whoa I can just give a small example (laughs) but yeah my my daughter she asked me like why is my mom living with this man and my dad living with this woman you know they (laughs) separated years ago but she obviously noticed that her grandma and grandpa which are the biological grandma and grandpa are not living together and then so she asked me like why are they not living together and she was five or six and it just, you know, it popped. So I was yeah. like, oh, what do you know? And then she started explaining to me how my mom wanted to live in this kibbutz environment and my dad wanted to live oh, in this wow. environment. I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it would have never been something that I would provide. So I was like, this is amazing and great. <laughs> just That's allowing a great them story. Yes, yeah, to have their perspective of things. And
0: <laughs> well, and also, how much, I mean, the way I grew up, I would have, I would maybe have had a a different answer to if they'd said, "What do you know?" But they never did that. They just told me what was, and that was one of the most confusing and bewildering things in my childhood, was to be told, "Oh, well, this is because of this," and I'm like, "What? You know?"
1: Totally, and that also starts twisting us because they tell us this is the way things. Like if I would have said they have separated because so and so, and then she has to try to fit that into the only possible truth or reality. And that already twists something in us that we don't know how much that accumulates. Well, we do know how much it accumulates.
0: (laughs) Well, and I think it, it goes to one of the biggest factors in that sense of wrongness that so many of us grow up with. Oh, I must be wrong. I would have thought blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, yeah yeah so it also sounds like you give your kids you
1: teach your kids about choice yeah <laughs> how does that go uh that was also last summer there uh, there was a neighbor that came over and then she asked them if they want to go to her house and they were like um yeah let's go and she was like you don't have to ask your mom and they was like no, it's, it's our choice. And wow, the, the kid just like, she almost fainted. She like, w- what, like, she didn't know how to even deal with their answers. On with that. So they're also changing other kids worlds. But yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, we still have this responsibility over their little bodies till a certain age. So their level of what they can choose is obviously uh, different. But mm-hmm totally like in the realm of like what would you like to eat what would you like to drink what like what would you like to choose here what you know they they know that they have a lot of choice in the house yeah wow yeah
0: which is something i don't know what your upbringing was like but i didn't know you had a lot of
1: choice (laughs) no i mean they even chose to go to school this year which um was a surprise to all of us, but they've been homeschooled since they were born, and they chose school. So wow. now, for instance, we're not dealing with any stress in the morning because it's their choice. So they're ready on time. Amazing. We don't have like you know the typical morning arguments or anything.
0: So what what uh, was behind the choice to homeschool?
1: Um, it definitely started with a lot of strong point of view about the system and about, yeah, just a general, like, um, knowing my experience in school, all the things like about what school is, and it's actually really cool that they're now just loving school (laughs) because wow, because we also. Um, learn not to hold on to our, our personal beliefs and points of view. So, I'm I am enjoying that part. But um, yeah, it it was I think a great journey, just in the sense that they did have these first seven, eight years. Well, for him, seven, mm-hmm. eight years for her, twelve years of her life that she didn't have this structure of. This is the amount of time we sit, and this is the amount of time we read. And this is—they had a lot of just just exploring mm-hmm. their pace of learning, and and now, yeah, now it's just amazing that they that they just. Well, first of all, they chose totally different schools, which match their personalities, which is wow. also amazing. Like, because yes, she would never um, enjoy and survive his school. Mm -hmm. And he would probably be a bit too, like, her school would be too open for him. Like, he does like the structure. He likes the the structure. Academics. So, like, they're just so different. And they got that um, ability to choose what works for them. I don't even know how they...
0: That's a really amazing thing. It's like they're coming in with a confidence at a young age that it took me years to develop. You know, I can't I keep referencing myself, but it's just totally. we're talking no. about parenting and, you know, what the effects of different parenting styles are. And when you have these tools and you teach your kids those tools, what a difference.
1: He actually he started third grade, like from zero to third grade. And like we just got his first term. Uh, what do you call it? Like a uh, report card or progress. Thank you yeah so and they were kind of giving him like so it's so so marks about his writing and reading and then i was like oh wait like he just did grades one two and three in three months like he's actually doing great like well and since we had no point of view or reference to like how fast he should go or like he didn't know what third grade means like he, he just came in and he didn't really know how to read and write very well at all because he wasn't interested in it until he reached school Um Yeah, he just he doesn't have that judgment of himself of like, you know, being wrong or not being fast enough or not catching up. And that is very different from I can totally relate to what you're saying, because I grew up with a lot of like doubt and not not being confident about anything, you know, in the grades, meaning a lot of things. So it is a pleasure to be able to witness that there's a different possibility.
0: wow did yeah. you ever get push back on any of your choices or ways of dealing with your kids or uh yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> we do i think when we make left turns yeah 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 um and in general it's very interesting to see how the moment you have a baby how everybody has an opinion
0: oh, so that's wow. another
1: thing that just having tools to trust yourself more um and be more conscious and aware and present in Mm -hmm. your life in whatever way that looks like for you it just gives you a different experience because you can get pushed from every direction so easily because it's amazing like whatever you do with a baby is wrong if you put on the hat it's like you know it's too hot for them if you take off the hat it's too cold for them it's like you can't win there's there's no (laughs) right answer so, um, yeah, really, really, really strengthening yourself can be such a huge gift for you, for you, you know, imagine for the you child, have, for, yeah, for yeah.
0: everyone involved. Yeah, you don't lose your footing. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, how do you, because um, I know you work with Access and you come to classes, how do you integrate all the parenting and the
1: access and all of that well yeah i would say that that was um a huge gift that access gave me because i was definitely as part of being a homeschooling mom i was also kind of available for them 24 7 in the way that i would be forgetting myself a lot of times and that was another one of those strong beliefs that has changed with joining access and just discovering that how much you have to have you in your reality and how much that is a contribution to everyone around you like i still you know we always talk about how time money and health are three of the biggest excuses that we can't argue with and children is like it's I mean, it's kind of part of time, money and health, but like a lot of times when people say that their kids are a reason that they won't choose, I, I don't say that out loud, but you know, it, I know that it's just a choice and even more so they gain so much when you come so happy after a week in yes. a seminar or like you just come. So your batteries are charged and you're so much more available to them. So it's really just a gift that keeps on giving.
0: (laughs) That's great.
1: Yes. The whole idea that we have to dedicate
0: ourselves, put ourselves last. They need us 24 seven. I do get that kids don't need you 24 seven, you know, as infants, maybe mostly, but when they get to be kids, kids, no, they're off exploring their own lives and adventures and all of those kinds of things. Do you ever
1: uh, take them to access classes? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I Yeah, it, initially, actually, what changed my reality was that I saw a picture of Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness. He was facilitating a class, and this girl with an Elsa costume was sitting on the stage just sitting next to him while he's facilitating. And it blew my mind because, you know, in most of the alternative world of seminars, you just go off for the weekends. Like you don't see kids in classes a lot or seminars or just weekend events. So that was like, um, that changed my reality. I saw that picture and I was like, you can bring your kids. Like, you know, that was kind of my last excuse to travel to a Choice of Possibilities class at the time. So I was like, OK, so now that I know that I can take because my baby was still, I think, seven months or eight months old. So I was like, you know, still, that was a thing for me, but I just took them both with me to class. And how did it go? Amazing. I didn't see them. They <laughs> they were <laughs> playing. I was sitting in my chair. I didn't see them for the three days, pretty much. And, you know, I was with them at night, et cetera. But, Yeah, it changed my it changed my reality and they, of course, receive what they receive from classes and Gary always reminds us that kids are so much faster than us with letting go of their stuff and their points of view, and I can definitely I witnessed that many, many times so. Well, thank you Maya
0: is there any way that people can get in touch with you if they'd like
1: to learn more or just have a chat with you or do a session. Yeah. Yeah, my website is www.mayadayan.com and we'll probably have that down here. Yes, Yes. (laughs) we'll
0: we'll definitely include that. And is there anything else that you'd like to say to parents,
1: kids, um, teacher, anything? I would just love to invite the world to the world of question. Like, Mm because as I mentioned, Uh, like, I think, for instance, the thing that I couldn't leave my kids for a certain amount of hours or all this, it was like always those questions showed up of like, but what if? What if giving space for yourself can create more for your whole family? Or what if? I don't know, like, just all these questions of what if could expand what you thought Parenting has to be or should be or ought to be and it just the more we open ourselves to this is not the only way to do things, the more freedom we have in in this area and in all areas, of course, but it was really like allowing all those set points of views to release themselves and and it took time to show up differently and all that but, but just the journey started with just seeing that. Everything that I'm choosing doesn't have to be the only way to do anything.
0: Right. Well, thank you so much. That was very inspiring and informative. I really got a lot from what you talked about, and I know other people will, too. So thank you for coming on, Maya.
1: Thank you, Marilyn. It was amazing. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for joining this episode of Left Turn. I wonder what embracing left turns could create in your life. What magical possibilities might show up? Remember, when you choose left turns, you are joining a group of the most creative and brilliant people the world has ever known.